she was very nearly the first Queen of England. Never quite, much to her great disappointment and despite many, many years of fighting extremely hard to become so. And in what sense is she never Queen? In the sense that she was never crowned. Uh, and therefore that recognition of her right as Queen of England never actually came. She came close to it and her father wanted her to be his successor on the throne of England. This is after the death of her older brother William in the wreck of the White Ship. And her father Henry I made his nobles more than once swear allegiance to her as the future heir to his throne. When he finally died in 1135, his nephew Stephen, uh, Matilda's cousin, seized the moment and raced to Winchester where he had himself crowned before anyone knew what was happening. And I think we have to recognise that coronation then in the 12th century and for centuries thereafter wasn't a formal ceremonial recognition of something that already was the case. It was the moment at which uh, a man was transformed into a king. So Stephen got himself made king before Matilda could move herself into position. That precipitated civil war, and though Matilda did, in 1141, get to a position where Stephen was imprisoned, <coughs> excuse me, and she was recognised by a, a council of the church in England as Lady of the English, in other words, that she should be domina, have, have power, dominion over the English, she never quite got her coronation. The, f the fight back uh, of Stephen's supporters began just as she was preparing for her coronation at Westminster. So um, she, she, she very nearly got there, and it was a complex precedent that she set, which is really why I wanted to go back to her. You, you asked originally about why, why I started with the Tudors and went back. Uh, partly... Um, that was because that was the way the story unfolded in my head. I started in 1553 and it then occurred to me that 400 years earlier, almost exactly, um, Matilda had been fighting uh, for the throne. But also because I wanted to unpick the historical periods in which we think, um, in my own brain as much as anything else, um, the great divide between medieval and Tudor history at 1485 is one that is inevitable in some ways, but is quite pernicious in others, in, in the way we think. And too often Tudor historians don't tend to talk to medievalists and vice versa. And one of the things I wanted to do, as I say, in my own historical investigation was to join up the dots and try to see the Tudors f from the medieval end rather than backwards from, from Elizabeth, as I, as I say, which, which I know, you know, I mean, I'm not saying other historians do that in any straightforward way, but I think... I think the power of hindsight and the power of the narratives with which we're familiar is much stronger than we often realise, uh, even as we're thinking very, very hard about historical development. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. 
schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.